Hey guys, welcome to episode 48. Today we are driving, driving. We are not driving. I am not driving. You may be driving. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. We are diving into the acronym HALT. So if you're not familiar in recovery groups, there's a lot of fun acronyms going around, but one of the popular ones that really helps people is HALT. And it stands for H for hungry, A for angry, L for lonely, and T for tired. So when you're struggling, when emotions get triggered, when things come up, you can kind of self-diagnose yourself with what's going on by bringing up that acronym HALT, and you can figure out where you're at. So anyways, today's content, we're diving into that. You guys, it's super helpful to have these tools and these you know things that you have in your tool belt when things come up, right? So if you're smooth sailing and nothing's going on, you're like, eh, I don't really, I don't really need that kind of thing. But it's really good to practice these things and to be have awareness about these different tools and tactics to help us when things come up or when we all have those emotional moments or we get triggered and, you know, we overreact in anger or we get depressed and we cuddle up with that cozy blanket of depression and it's really hard to get moving when we get settled when we're struggling in a depressed moment. So these are all things that can help. They can also really help when we're struggling with anxiety. I don't know about you, but I always think about how, you know, we live in that age of anxiety right now. And my anxiety, it's always an issue. Like the reality is my default is to run anxious. So I am a high energy person and I run anxious. And so I really have to manage and be on top of not allowing anxiety to take over. And then, you know, because you don't want to make decisions out of anxiety. So anyways, today's episode, it's super quick, but I just wanted to give you some things that I do that really help some tips and tricks when we're dealing with strong emotions. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. HALT is this acronym that I mentioned, and it's really huge in recovery um, recovery groups. If you're struggling and you are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, things tend to be a bigger deal than they really are. And that doesn't mean that the situations we're walking through aren't big deals or aren't hard. But you know how when something happens and sometimes you're totally fine when it happens and you're like, huh, that didn't hit me so hard. And then the same thing can happen three days later or three weeks later and it hits us and it just it just rides right over us like a big truck, right? This HALT acronym can really help us tactically walk through these things and not make bad decisions when we are struggling. So I don't know about you, but when I'm anxious, that is the last time in the world when I should make a huge life decision or I should make a decision about how I should handle certain situations, right? Because if I act out of my anxiety, 
I usually get very controlling. I get short. I'm angry. It's not productive or helpful. I'll send impulsive text messages and then get myself in a situation where, oh man, now I've done it. Like now I've got to deal with this whole thing and, and all of that. And so it's really good just to pause. But when we're in the moment, when we're anxious, it's really hard to pause. And so this HALT acronym is super helpful when you are triggered by like big emotions. So if you're triggered and you're triggered one way or the other into depression or you're triggered into anxiety or you're just triggered. So let's just dive in. Let me explain it to you and then I'll explain all four and then I'll give you some tactical advice of how to settle yourself down to be able to make the wise decision with how to respond in certain situations, right? So in general, this is just a great tool to have in your tool belt. When you are triggered, when a big emotion comes up and you're like, man, I'm so angry or I'm uh, something's going on, I got to make a big decision. You just kind of take a step back and you kind of go, okay, wait a minute, hold on, halt. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? These are big, big triggers that, I mean, honestly, in recovery groups, people know if someone is struggling with hunger, <laughs> anger, loneliness, or being exhausted, tired, they're more likely to relapse. And so it's really important that just from like a recovery standpoint, we, you know, like us recovering addicts, right? We just eat, we keep our blood sugar up, right? If we're hungry, we eat a snack. You don't need to go eat a full course meal, but eat something, right? To bring your blood sugar up. If you're hungry, because when we get too hungry, sometimes it triggers us and then we make impulsive bad decisions. I don't know about you, but hey, that rings true for me. Also anger, like if something triggers us and we're really, really angry, it's really important that we don't make any big life decisions in that anger. Now that doesn't mean that what you were triggered about is wrong or that anger is wrong. Absolutely not. I think anger is is right and I think anger is biblical and I think anger helps us find what we're really feeling and, and all of that. But you got to process through the anger so you don't act out of your anger, right? So it's really important that you're aware of that as well. You know, the next one is lonely. If you're lonely, this can also make us do dumb, dumb things that we wouldn't normally do. My therapist, Jim, who's rad, who you've heard on the podcast, and he's coming back in a couple of weeks, but he always says it's better to be lonely than crazy, right? Like it's better to be lonely in relationships than to be in a part of a, a relationship or a friendship that makes you absolutely crazy and bonkers. And I I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I, I hold on to that very often. And then the, the last one is T for tired. And we all know what it feels like to be tired. We all have made bad decisions when we were tired. <laughs> and so it's really important that um, we're aware of that as well. Okay, so let's dive into each of those a little bit more and what we do when we are struggling or when we are triggered and how we walk through and make better decisions when we are struggling with one of these things. Okay, so H for hungry. Super simple. Eat something. <laughs> if you're hungry and you're triggered, eat a snack. Don't make an impulsive decision until you've had something healthy to eat, right? And, you know, you know what's healthy for you. Drink some water, all of that. But just know you could be more triggered because you are hungry. And that hangry thing, man, I struggle with hangriness. Gary, my husband, if I'm like, you know, times picking a fight or whatever. Sometimes he'll just be like, hey, time out. Let's go have a snack. Like, have you eaten today? Like, let's have a snack and then we'll figure it out. He knows me. I, I tend to get hangry when I'm too hungry. And although I will tell you, I've been working on intermittent fasting for a whole host of reasons. And I am dealing, it's helping me deal with my hunger cues and 
dealing in a more healthy way when I am hungry. Anyways, that's a whole other, that's a whole other subject, but I just want to make you aware. Sometimes we are more triggered because we are hungry. And, you know, I was working with somebody last week who they've lost their, their ability to know when they're hungry. And so you guys, some of us, and this is not an eating disorder episode, or this is not a, I'm not a food expert or an eating disorder expert, but I will tell you that I do know that when someone has like an eating issue type thing, like we have to heal our relationship with food. And I've been on that journey personally in my own life. I don't know enough about the science behind it, but I do know food is like a really big primitive issue. And I do know that this is just something. So just if you're hungry, you're going to overreact. So maybe eat a little snack. Okay. So that's just super simple. Okay. Anger, angry. Oh my gosh. This is a huge one. So a lot of us, we have so much buried under there that it's really, really hard. Um, and we get, we explode, like we get really upset and all of that. And so we need to prevent the anger from getting out of control. Right. And there's like this regrettable range, I call it, where, you know, when you've cross the line and you're, you've entered the regrettable range with your anger. And I I don't ever want to go there. I want to settle my anger down. I want to validate my anger if it's valid. And, and then I want to figure out a strategy of what to do with it. Right. So figure out the root of what caused that anger and then figure out a healthy way to express it. And I don't know what that is. It could be, I mean, definitely go on a walk before you have the angry conversation because you want to be a little bit more calm when you have the conversation, but maybe you need to do something physical, punching bag, um, you know, there's some yoga poses, there's some like boxing poses you can do. I, I go into my core when I'm angry and I kind of do the squat position and then move my arms really quickly for about 45 seconds. And it really does settle me. It, it helps it. Okay. None, none of this is going to like be the, the end all, you know, be all, but these are just things that tactically can help us. You know, this morning I was kind of struggling with anger slash anxiety. So I was angry, I was anxious, and my anxiety made me angry. I don't know. It's just so crazy how this stuff happens in our minds. And I was kind of going off on this like mind binge with my anxiety. It was making me angry. And I'm like, hold on, time out. I like interrupted and I went and jumped in the garage and got on my bike. And and I just did my biking for nine minutes, right? Just, you know, on my spin bike. And I just got on and nine minutes and I told Gary afterwards, my hubby, I was like, man, that really does help. Like the situation hasn't changed. I don't have a master plan for how I'm going to deal with the situation, but just getting that anxiety out of my body and flowing and riding the bike was a huge, huge, and I only did it for nine minutes. And honestly, I felt better after three minutes, but I did feel so good afterwards. I kept going. And so anyways, but I wrote it kind of quickly. And so it just really like, ah, it helped me breathe. Right. The other thing with anger is opening up instead of stuffing. Like it's really important that when we are struggling with anger things that we are feel heard, we feel validated. And, you know, so we can find perspective if what we are struggling with is reality or if we are kind of blown it up in our heads and, and all of that. But only we can only do that if we get it out. Right. Like so it's really important that you purge that stuff with somebody safe or even you can journal and write and that sort of thing. But it's really important that the anger, you don't just stuff it because that just makes you more ragey and more ang- more angry, okay? So that's anger. Lonely. Oh my gosh, this is a big one, you guys, especially in the social media see, uh, life, right? Where we see everybody's A game, right? And we're struggling. We got a D minus game going on. And we're like, what in the world? You know, too, that you can be in a huge group of people and feel more lonely than when you're just by yourself. And I've been there. 
it's really hard. And so just knowing that, you know, loneliness is an emotional state. It's not a physical state, right? So like, how can you be lonely? You're, you're with all these people. Well, I'm not emotionally connected to any of them. So I, therefore I feel lonely. So what do you do when you're struggling with loneliness? You reach out. And I know that's really hard, especially if you've been rejected or betrayed or, but you got to reach out to good people, a friend, a support system, a support group. There's a support group for everything. And so, and through support groups, you can find good friends, right? So some people are like, I don't want to go to support groups the rest of my life. Okay, well then don't go once or twice and find the person that you can connect with. And you just may have found your new best friend. You know what I'm saying? And so, so reach out. That's a really huge one and bring people into our lonely parts of our life. And again, share and, and just be there and have that camaraderie. And so, and then tired. Whoo, this is the last one. Okay. This one, honestly, it's the last one, but I feel like it's really one of the most important ones. And it's kind of the hardest one too, especially if you have sleep issues. I have sleep issues. I've had them forever. And so I don't want to like press you if you struggle with sleep, but it's taken me like a long time to figure this, my sleep cycle out and what I need and no caffeine past, you know, 1030 AM. Sometimes it's past noon. It just depends on what season I'm in. Right. And so, but different things work for different people. And so you really be aware, like what is triggering and what's causing your sleep issues. If you have sleep issues or if you're tired, because if you're tired all day long, I'm telling you, it's hard to make wise decisions. It's hard to be kind and living out of the fruit of the spirit when we're tired. <laughs> like it's just, it's hard for, you know, all our bodies and our minds are, are wrestling against us. And so I don't know if you just got to work on your sleep hygiene in general, power naps. I don't know if it's something that you're eating that could be triggering you, but just let me just tell you, be patient with yourself with the sleep one. It is hard. It does take some really um, amazing self-awareness to figure it out and to figure out your rhythm and pattern and and all that. And so like, I know if I walk the day before I sleep better that night, right? And if I drink a ton of water, I sleep better. And so there's just different things that help me with my sleep. And still sometimes 2.30, 3 a.m., 3.44 a.m., I wake up with anxiety. Like it's just, it happens. And so, but finding ways to still get rest and maybe it's a power nap. I mean, these power nap things can be vital in these moments. And maybe you're not a napper and it causes you headaches. And so you know your body. All I wanted to say, this halt thing is powerful. And when we're aware that there are these tools and these tactics and these things to help us just become more aware so that we can be more grounded and respond and not react to things, it really, really helps. And so practicing halt has been a game changer for me. So when I'm triggered and I have this raging emotions, like I did this morning, right? So I had these raging emotions. I was struggling with anxiety and it triggered my anger. And I was like about to send a text message. I had actually written it. It was like in my drafts, like about to hit send. And I was like, hold the phone, Danny, hold on. So I like copied and pasted, deleted it out of there, which is another little tip. If you're going to write something, don't put the person's name you're writing it to, <laughs> just in case you're not going to send it. But if you accidentally send it, holy moly, that could cause a, a tornado effect. You know, so I put it in my own little draft and I didn't send it. And then I actually ended up deleting it after I worked through my anxiety and my anger this morning. And so for me, I went and I jumped on that bike, like I said, and I rode it for nine minutes and I drank some water and turned on some worship music. And I just, I, I settled my, my body settled, my heart settled, my mind settled, and I feel more grounded now. The big triggers for this whole halt thing is when we're uh, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, we tend to get triggered and we tend to 
if we're not aware, we tend to be impulsive in those moments and be reactive and not responsive and wise, (laughs) right? And so the whole thing is how do we be responsive and wise in good ways? And so being aware and nurturing ourselves in a way like when we're hungry, eat a healthy snack. When we're angry, process through, figure out what the root of it is, find a healthy way to express it. You know, if we're lonely, reach out, find a, a good friend or this is a great time to pray. This is a great time to be like, Jesus, please help me, <laughs> you know, show up. Let me feel your Holy Spirit within me. Comfort me. And then if you're tired, working on sleep, working on getting enough rest, then knowing what what triggers your not sleeping enough. I hope this helps you. I know that, you know, when we're triggered, it can be really, really hard. Okay. I love you guys. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to say a little prayer over you and just I'll talk to you in a few days. All right, Lord, I just thank you for you know, tools like HALT that have been around for decades and just how you gave it to somebody, you gave this acronym to somebody. And now it's just blessed so many of us, Father, with just self-awareness and knowing what to do. And God, I just thank you that you're with us through it all. And so Lord, I thank you for my friend, you know, whatever they are walking through, God, I pray that they would know that you are with them, Father, that you are for them, Father, and that they are not cursed because they're struggling with anxiety. They are not cursed because they're struggling with depression. They are not cursed because they are struggling in general, Father but that you promise to meet them right where they are and to comfort them and to uh, take care of their hearts and their minds. And so Lord, just bless my friend and give them hope today uh, in Jesus name. Thanks for halt. Thank you for just the awareness of and how to take care of ourselves. Teach us how to take care of ourselves when we're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. God, you know specifically how to take care of my friend in those moments. God, you knit them together in their mama's womb. God, and that you will take care of them when they are hangry, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. In Jesus' name, bless my friend. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you in a few days. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.